Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sans Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Welcome to How Good's Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. And I'm Joel, and Tom's dead. <laughs> Why do we laugh? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, it's the small things. You've got to yeah. take them for granted. Uh, yeah, two-man yeah. episode. Uh, Tom is currently at his work, which is footy-related, adjacent, definitely. So yeah. maybe he's asking How Good's Footy, How Good's getting paid to be around footy, I guess. I don't normally give... Episodes off for work. It's usually for reasons of yeah, love. love. He loves his job. Yeah. He loves footy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sean. Do, we, do, you reckon, do you reckon Tom's going to listen to this episode? No chance. Good, because I'm going to absolutely come after him for the next 45. <laughs> <laughs> him and his dog shit team. <laughs> Sean. Yeah. How fucked are Geelong? I was ready to come in here and be like, they are the biggest disappointment of the season. <laughs> but then I, I took a step back yeah. and I went, I th- off the top of my head, I think their percentage is in the 80s, yep. low 80s. Last year, it probably would have been closer to 40. So on that metric alone, you have to say steps have been taken. Well, I guess like the best way to look at Geelong in this is, have they done what Tom wanted, which is come in every week put in a performance that he could be proud of this week. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, hey, but, when, but, you, when you take nine shots on goal, <laughs> that's something to be proud of. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'd probably be prouder if I kicked at least one of them, but that's okay. <laughs> we have seen what happens to Trevor Barker, the Wilson storage, Trevor Barker beach oval up close. Yep. Sometimes teams kick 11 behinds in a row, but then they win the game. True. Uh, Good unfo- teams do. Unfortunately, some teams kick nine behinds, don't kick a goal, and lose. Disgusting, really. Yeah. What, how many? What did the Saints kick? Couple goals. How many behinds? Two six. Two six. So Geelong had more scoring shots. Yeah, the ones that get away, aren't they? Geelong have had a lot of um, close results. See, I was I was thinking about St Kilda today. 
So the Saints, is this their second win in a row now? They've won two, yeah? Yeah, they beat uh, the Suns by three points last yeah. week. And then sort of in between, so they had a bit of a run on, I think, where they had three close results. Then they got smashed by your your girls, Carlton. Yep. And then they've had two wins. So they've had a period where they had a shocking start to the year. They were fucking terrible. And they've been missing some star players and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And new coach and all of that sort of thing. But they had a run where, like, they conceivably could have won three in a row. They lost by five points to Brisbane. And before that, I think they lost to the Giants by two points. And I think West Coast by two points. So if they'd won all of them. No, they beat West Coast. Did they beat West Coast? Beat West Coast by three points. Okay, there was another game, I think. I think, I think that lost, was their first win. I think they lost two games in a row by two points and then to Brisbane by five points. And then got smashed by you and now have won two games. So imagine that. They could have won five games. That would be Their huge. percentage would be dog shit because they would have been tight, close wins. <laughs> and their percentage is what, 40-something? Is that right? Uh... Something terrible. But if they'd won five games, Dusha... They'd be on equal points as Collingwood in sixth position, but with a disgusting percentage. Well, their percentage actually is good. St. Kilda. Oh, no, no, sorry. Not St. Kilda. I was looking at Geelong. Sorry. <laughs> Geelong's so about confused. 80, yeah? Yeah. Geelong's yeah. is 83. St. Kilda is 57. 57. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. St. Kilda did lose to West Coast. I was, again, I was looking at Geelong. Okay, yeah. It was like a two-point loss. Yeah. But imagine. So imagine sliding doors. They've won all of them. They've won five games. <laughs> They're only percentage out of the eight. And if they win... <laughs> The final round this weekend, sneak into the finals. Miracle. Flip the season on its head. Geelong have had a few close results as well. They've also had a few close wins. So it could be better. It could be worse. Geelong, disappointing. <laughs> I think overall, if Tom was true to himself, he would say, I'm, I'm flat, boys. I'm yeah. disappointed. Yeah. He'd be flat after this this result, definitely. Oh, yeah, if you don't kick a goal, you're flat. Yeah. Um, speaking of teams, though... <sighs> I, yeah, I guess disappointing, but also the same fucking shit I cop every year barracking for the teams I do. Yep. Carlton started their season late. Yep. Uh, will not make finals, but are going to miss out by one game. Mathematically impossible. Mathematically possible, but need to beat Melbourne by a lot, and Collingwood need to get smashed. And it's at Casey Fields, isn't yes. it? Yes. <laughs> Magic time. <laughs> I mean, it's not like Melbourne's on uh, any hot streak at the moment. Oh, wait, no. They're, they're feeling murderous. <laughs> As murderous as anyone has ever been in the history of this competition. <laughs> Literally, we, Sean, we almost got the 100 point win, but we got a team kicking 100 points. Look, before we get too excited, because this is a pretty chaotic round, um, I think we've said what we need to say about the first game of the round, yeah. though, which was. Yeah, the- just add on top of it, though. Good. If you back for the Saints, the vibe is all right at the moment. Yeah. But the exclusion of that Carlton smashing, yeah. you killed them. They've been good for, you know, six weeks. Especially, five, six weeks. it's big time magic time at Wilson, Storage, Trevor Barker, Beach Oval. It's a beautiful ground. I can't wait to get back there and to get back on TV. Yeah. Um, one thing, and look, we're an AFL podcast, but this man was, he existed across all sports. Uh, Shane Warne has, yes. If I mean, I really hope this is not the way you're finding out, but Shane Warne died. Yep. Uh, this week, which is fucked up. He was 52, which is way too young. No yep. matter how many cigarettes you want to smoke, yep. dying at 52 is fucked. It rattled us to the core. It, Yeah, like I couldn't believe it. I got a phone call at 2 a.m. from a uh, friend of the show, Hayden, Melbourne supporter, uh, who was calling me from the middle of a dance floor because someone had gone up to him, a random, and been like, Shane Warne just died. And Hayden was like, what? Yep. Pulled out his phone. And then the first thing he did was call me. And I'd already found out, but it was good to get a phone call. Yeah. 
two in the morning. Nice. Of just him screaming down the line. Yeah. Music in the background, like you're the one who told me. In fact, yeah. So I had been, I'd been catching up with um, friend of the show, Damo, yeah, host of the Scaredy Boys podcast. New episodes every Friday. Came home on Friday night, fell asleep on the couch. Yep. Woke up at three thirty, looked at my phone to check the time, saw a message from Joel Dusha. Shame on died. Did not believe it. Yeah, I jumped straight on Google. Had to find out. Yeah, I it seemed just, it seemed like bullshit. It was the same thing when it was coming up for me. Cause I was I like, saw, why would Dusha hurt me like this yeah. with these lies? But it was true. It was yeah. fucked. Absolutely. But I just wanted to bring that up again just to say that uh, St. Kilda probably did him proud over the, across all codes of AFL this week. Uh, actually, well, yeah, they would have been – that game was on Saturday. Yeah. Because it was first in my head. I'm like, oh, they played Friday night, but there was no, no Friday night. Saturday. So, yeah, it was um, Saturday game. Yeah, they would have been playing for him. It was a huge presence at St. Kilda, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gary he would Lyon. have been their most famous fan, probably. I think he was a number one ticket holder at some point. Yeah, definitely. Oh, Eric Banner Eric as Banner, well. but yeah. who's more? Shane Warne has more popularity than Eric Banner, I think. No yeah. disrespect to Banner. No. Fantastic actor. Yeah. Hey, one of our finest. Ugh. But Shane Warne was like a global superstar. And, um... Yeah. Uh, Australia's greatest ever cricket player. <laughs> oh, I'll say it. Yeah, I'll Thank say you. it too. Thank you, Don Bradman. Don Bradman played in like in fucked up yeah. like fucking. Hey, Don, hit a six. <laughs> Go on, just one. Did you ever hit a six? Oh, I think he, prob- he did. Maybe once. Yeah, he, uh, he was uh, a four man. Play, play it. For- hey, if you <laughs> like, he's a dog. <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought you said he's a dog. <laughs> oh, he probably. Hey, well, he's he wasn't a good bloke. Yeah, he was. He had one thing to do in his final game, and he couldn't do it. Yeah. Hey, Don, play spin, dickhead. Yeah. Can't. Unbelievable. You put- Shane Warne's last game. Hero. I think Hero. he was. I think he made the most runs. For <laughs> yeah, I think, he and he's was... not a batsman. <laughs> he made seventy-one and took yeah. seven wickets. Yeah, I think he made. I think I read a cool stat today. It was like seven for seventy-one. Yeah, and he made seventy-one with the bat. That's crazy. Yeah, numbers. Um, but yeah, if you were to put Shane Warne in his prime against Don Bradman in his prime, Warney take gets a wicket. Oh, Easy. He'd fucking murder him. Yeah. What I was going to say, though, is uh, listening to a lot of tributes to Shane Warne, Gary Lyon had a pretty touching one where uh, he was at Wilson Storage, Trevor Barker, Beach Oval, uh, watching his kids play. Yep. And uh, he was like, just Gary Lyon was like, I used to just sit by myself, try and just not be bothered, just watch my kids play. And this guy wandered up to him wearing like a big jacket, a beanie, smoking a cigarette and... Gary Lyon was like, oh, God, who's this guy? Like this <laughs> like guy coming up to hassle me. And it just yeah. turned out to be Warney. Yeah. And then apparently anytime Gary Lyon spoke to Shane Warne, he would just immediately start talking about St. Kilda and then start like talking through their season and talking about like, oh, this is what they need to do to make finals. They need to stop doing this. And it was always just like, apparently also like would just text commentators during St. Kilda games being like, can you say this? <laughs> <laughs> Can you get this happening? Or like, just yeah. like, can't believe this. So yeah. There's Rest- been a lot of good uh, warning stories. So I've been listening to a lot of SEN. Yeah. So they're doing a lot of, you know, calling up people who knew and people are calling in just random people. And like, there's so many stories of people being like, yeah, I was at a function, went out for a smoke. Warning was there, chatted to me for 45 minutes. <laughs> just stuff like that. There's one guy and I've heard there's multiple shows on SEN throughout yeah. the day. I think he's hitting everybody up <laughs> with the same story because I've heard it like six times or something. That's so funny. And he's like, yeah, me and a couple of the footy boys taking a plane down to Tasmania. Um, we were at the back of the plane. Warney was down the front. Must be nice sort of thing. But he came down and just hung out with us on the flight, <laughs> <laughs> just drinking beers, all this. Yeah. 
Every story about Warney has like darts and beers in it. It's good. Well, yeah, there's um, Brendan McCullen, I think. The, the Kiwi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is not related to football, but it's something that I found funny. And we'll get back to footy. But you know what? This is a sports podcast. We've got to pay respects to icons. Yeah. Um, Brendan McCullen was like, they were doing a charity golf game. Mm. And Shane Warne was playing. And Brendan McCullen's like, at this point, I was still smoking. And he was like, I'd run out of darts. And it was good because he was also, he just kept calling them darts. And that's another thing that's happened. A lot of professional athletes are admitting to smoking just so they can share their warning stories, <laughs> which is also funny. It's fucked up. Yeah. Like, I don't smoke and I can barely do anything athletic. The fact that these guys can be like, yeah, I took six, but I was also smoking cigarettes the whole time. Yeah. Anyway, Brandon McCollin's like, at this point, I was still smoking. And he was like, oh, I got to go get some darts. Do you need anything, Warney? And he was like, oh, yeah, I probably just need some for today. So you can just pick up four decks. <laughs> and then, oh, man. And then. You shouldn't laugh. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then uh, whilst uh, Brendan McCullum was driving to the shop to get up the cigarettes, he was like, oh, I might try and keep pace with Warney today. So got himself the same amount of cigarettes. Jeez. <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, we'd smoked about 35 cigarettes by lunchtime. And I was like, I'm out. I can't That's, do this anymore. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Fuck it out. <hell. laughs> It's so funny yeah. to be. <laughs> it's just funny because like matching someone drink for drink is like something that people do, but I've yeah. never heard of people being like, "Yeah, I'm going to go dart for dart with Warney." That's yeah, wow, fucking hell. Anyway, rest in peace, Shane Warn, King. And back to footy, sort of. The MCG they're going to name a stand after him as well. Yeah, so. SK Warn Stand, Huge. Great Southern Stand, no more. Yeah. Um, and the statue outside the MCG has just been showered with flowers and beers. Baked beans and Vegemite. <laughs> he, he loved it all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you saw, but Shane Wong clarified the beans story. And I think that he thought that it clarified it way more than it actually did. Because, yeah, there was like three tons of baked beans delivered to him when he was touring India. In India, yeah. And he was like, oh, no, they weren't. And he retold the story. He's like, they weren't all for me. Like, yeah. I wanted them. Yeah. But they just, they, yeah, like, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, he made the call, but he wasn't, he wasn't just the only guy eating beans. Yeah. They were having, yeah, they were sick of spicy food, apparently. Cause Shane Warne's like, I like Indian food, but I can't do spice. Yeah. So, like, struggling. Yeah. And yeah, um, the coach was just eating baked beans on toast one day and Warney's like, Phew, how good with spaghetti and baked beans on toast? Be? Oh. So, yeah, just got two. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Breakfast of champions. Spaghetti on toast. Incredible. Good stuff. Some people, they hear that and they think, that's disgusting. That is crazy. No, 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 no. Don't be above a That's your Aussie childhood. Yes. Yes. My girlfriend's Italian and when I told her I used to have that as a kid, she just could not fucking believe it. Oh, what? Yeah. Lift. Spaghetti in a can. Sacrilege. Toasted sandwich, but the toast, like the baked beans in the middle, like a jaffle. Jaffle with tin spaghetti and cheese. Oh, yes. Yeah, haven't had it for a long time. I reckon tonight might break the drought. <laughs> <laughs> huge. Um, See what else is huge, Joel? The streak continues for Katie Brennan. Oh. That's fucked. Yeah. I don't, can't even remember what how many games. It must be like 14 or 15 by now. Yeah, something like that. She's at least one, one goal. goal and go- yeah. yeah. And Richmond back on the winner's list. They. I had a shocker in the tipping this round. Yeah. Um. I thought the Giants would win. Richmond, they're real Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Their best is pretty good. Their best is, I think, good enough to sort of be like, they should have been in the mix for that sixth spot in the finals. Yeah, well, because they started strong, fell off a bit, and now they've like fell back on. Yeah. Weird. So, yeah. Bodes well maybe for next year. I got six this week. 
six. Mm. I got to check, but I reckon I got maybe four. Four at best. Yeah, I jumped up a bit. I got four out of seven. Oof. I dropped down to twentieth. That's that's disappointing. <laughs> I was I was hoping to have a crack. I'm on twenty six. I'm twenty six. You're only the- one behind me, but you've got me on margins. So I'm <laughs> shitting myself. Oh, juicy. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the Melbourne tip this week. I think Melbourne v Carlton. So you're gonna have to come up with. Here's my question to you. Because if our roles were reversed, I'd go crazy this week to try and get on top of you. Are you going to go conservative or go wild? I think I'll have to go wild. Go wild. Why not? <laughs> well, because I'm going to have to, yeah. Final <laughs> round, have a crack. I mean, going Carlton over Melbourne's pretty wild. Considering, wild yeah. considering going, going the, Carlton any week. The, the, ne- <laughs> the next result, which is uh, so Saturday night, there was a fucking murder. I couldn't believe this. <laughs> so, and also. Did you tip Melbourne? Yes. So I tipped Freo. I didn't hear about these injuries until it was obviously way too late. Not, <laughs> sorry, injuries rather, but more like COVID issues yeah. that Freo had. Where they basically, at one point, it was like, can they field a team? I th- heard they got a reserve player in who showed up ten minutes before the game. Or yeah, it was like fucked. And like this is this was what second played third yeah, originally. This is like <laughs> it, it's shocking to see that record score and record win. Against Freo. Yeah. I actually feel really bad for them because they are historically, through the years of this comp, probably the best. One of the best teams. Yes. Yeah. Top three team for sure. Easy. Yeah. Um, Without yeah. success yet, um, <sighs> sadly, but fuck it. Well, they're hell. probably the best team not to win a premiership so far. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Uh, really got robbed in 2019. But fucking hell. Um, so the final scores were three one Fremantle. So three one nineteen Fremantle plays sixteen eleven one hundred and seven Melbourne. Um, Can't believe Melbourne took the foot off slightly in the last quarter and let Frio kick two goals. I would be disgusted if I was them. <laughs> well, they don't kick those two goals. That's uh, exactly a hundred points. Oh my god! That, imagine that. That's the dream. <laughs> it's so yeah, close. Daisy Pierce kicked five goals. She kicked five two. Harris kicked three two. That forward line's humming. Hall kicked Day- three. Like, Paxman kicked two. Is Daisy actually going to coach next year? Uh, keep playing. Yeah, Daisy, you're kicking five goals you're against You're too Vario. good. Don't, Don't fucking coach you. Geelong. <laughs> Fuck. Thrive. <laughs> Thrive. Win a flag this year. Win another one next year. Just, oh. Well, she's, she's too good. Do you remember a few weeks ago, we watched the Melbourne-Brisbane game. You were getting so angry because how good she was. But she's too good. They just they had they, her down forward and they went, you know what? We need to settle. We need we need the experience. Send we her down back. Primetime Pierce. Send her down back. Fucking hell. Goal stop. Now forward, five goals. She's a great forward. She can play anywhere. Do you reckon? I'm the medal after her. Do you reckon Freer had hope after quarter time when it was one goal straight to three goals straight? Or do you reckon? I reckon. Yeah. And then no, and then at half time when it was one one to six five, that's probably where yeah. Do you reckon at three quarter time when it was thirteen six to one one? Do you reckon? I think I think that. Do you reckon Trent came out and said, "Come on, girls, we can do this." <laughs> I think Trent probably said, "Hey, let's just kick one more goal at least." <laughs> Trent was probably like, "Let's just go out in that fourth quarter and just hope that none of us catch COVID." <laughs> Um, but yeah, congratulations, Melbourne, on uh, the juiciest win imaginable. I I'm still shocked to see that score. And then this that massacre was so big that this one flew under the radar. Oh, it did for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. where West Coast one two eight lost to Western Bulldogs ten eight sixty eight. So a ten goal 
win to Western Bulldogs didn't even register. It would not have occurred often that both Perth teams lose home games. <laughs> Did like, you tip West Coast? Uh, no, I think yeah. I definitely would have tipped the Dogs. But um, I mean, West Coast, let's be honest, they are they're the worst team in the comp. They could be, if you combined both leagues together, AFLM and AFLW together, West Coast at the moment could be Nightmare. the team Nightmare fuel. in the worst position across yeah. codes. Yeah. Relegation. Bring it <laughs> in. Bring it in. Geez, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, good work by the dogs. Fucking hell. I saw the AFLW team of the week and the dogs had like five or six players. In there. Yeah. Huge. Only one line. Disappointing. It's very disappointing. Even team effort though, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Chip the ball um, around. Yeah, fucking hell. The Doggers are another team. Like, they just got fucked at the start of the year with COVID. Yeah. It really fucked them up. And then they've sort of come good again towards the end of the year. Well, they, like, they actually can still make finals. If they beat, they've got Brisbane this week in Ballarat. Yeah, if they beat Brisbane and Collingwood will have to lose, lose to Richmond. Victor- that very possible. To Victoria Park. Still very possible. We'll get, actually, we've already taught, I forgot to bring this up. You know who, remember a couple of weeks ago, a player I love, very, very near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Uh, I said that she, like, for her commentary role, probably needs to just turn it up so she becomes, like, sure. one yep. of the better players. Yep. She has had a fucking massive couple of weeks. Sarah She's Hosking She's is- listening to the show. Okay, Sarah, come on the show. Bring Jess. Yep. We'll come on your podcast, too. It'd be a great collab. There we go. You can wreck your career. I'll just be blacklisted from guessing on anything. I'll probably be banned from going to any footy game. It'd be great for both of us. Speaking of wrecking careers, in exciting news, Gemma will be back shortly. She'll <laughs> oh, be yeah. back in a few weeks. Well, yeah, we'll get to that at the end of the episode. Um, but yeah, Sarah Hosking, 23 touches, 7 tackles. Ooh, didn't get the balance. No. Uh, not what you want to see. But like, that's, they're big numbers. Yeah. Um, phew, Sean, next game. Fucking hell. <laughs> Another- um, so this was supposed to be, this is, uh, sorry, just Brisbane versus North Melbourne. Brisbane won 7-8-50 to 2-2-14. Another murder. Win. Yeah. Pretty good win. Especially, again, against another team that's like yeah. pretty good. So would you call this a demolition, though? I would say... I would I would throw around the word demolition if the other two games hadn't happened this round. This is like a dismantling of North Melbourne. I wouldn't Dismantling's say good. I wouldn't see, say demolition. See, Jackie Felgate was doing the post game interview, and I think she had Sophie Conway. Yep, who was great. She kicked two goals. Was awesome. And she, I think, the first thing she asked about was the demolition of North Melbourne. Mm. And I'm thinking, I wouldn't use demolition. Did, they definitely Look at that second half. We kicked two goals. They kicked one goal. Dismantled. Mm. Just over the course of the day, just put them away. Yeah. Got it. Outclassed done. them. Oh, yeah. Big anytime, anywhere energy from Brisbane because this game was supposed to be at our home ground in Maruchador. Yeah, but which that is, is currently if you're on social underwater. media. Yeah. There's massive floods. You would have seen uh, someone swimming at that footy oval like yeah. it was a lap pool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, deciding, opting, they were like, the likes I'm going to get on social media are worth the gastro I'm going to get for swimming in this. Yes. That person shitting, vomiting, pissing, you name it, they're doing it. Hero. Because <laughs> sometimes you need someone swimming to just know that, oh, that's deep. Yeah, well. That is underwater. <laughs> it's, it, yeah, it doesn't it's, matter that the water's up to the fence line. I need to see a human <laughs> to know the scale. <laughs> Maybe it's a small fence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so when that happened, when it got re- when it got moved last minute, yeah, I was like, ah, oh, 
fucking hell. Brisbane can't take a trick. Like all season we've been getting fucked. Not the only team, mind you. Just quickly on yep. Freo, who got just, you know, that was a demolition against Melbourne. Yeah. Freo have copped it too. Like remember early in the year, them and West Coast, they weren't even um in their home state. Yeah. It's just been a fucked season. A lot of a lot of trials for Yeah, it's teams. gonna be very, very interesting to see if this trend continues into the AFLM. Yeah, I mean, fucking hell. What's Perth up to now? They've I relaxed somewhat, but yeah, uh, they do no crowds because the in the AFLM there was a practice match between West Coast and Frio. I didn't watch it, but I heard some talk on the radio about it, and I thought I heard them say no crowd there. Weird. I don't know. I also didn't see that one. Yeah, not sure about that because um, Brisbane uh, got the job done. They looked great. Emmy uh, Emily Bates and Ellie Anderson both played fifty games. First players to do it in the AFLW. And then Evan did, the did it the same day, just a later game, the Adelaide game. Oof. So, yeah, Huge three efforts. players have played 50. That's which, big. Which, in the context of, like, 10 games this season, that's the most we've ever had in a season. So that's huge. So that's six seasons for 50 games? Yeah. It, that's probably the equivalent. Well, this, six seasons. That's, yeah. like, that's nearly 150 games. Yeah. In. So this is huge. This is, like, this is big for the game. Yeah, that's the club got around them. They got a Fucking huge. Like, Especially huge two players doing it in the same game. Yeah, that's awesome. And they played together as juniors and stuff as well. Oh, that's so it's, sick. it's awesome. Like, it's good yeah. to see. Uh, there's been a lot of good social media stuff from yeah. Brisbane this week. They were good. I think you'll see a few more. There might be a couple more doing 50 this week, I think. But yeah, for, yeah. for like, so Brisbane and Adelaide have been the two teams that have had 50 game players. Yeah. Obviously, they've been two teams that have been pretty heavily involved in finals yep. and grand finals and that. So they've had that little bump, the success bump, if you will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Brisbane were good. Kathy Spark. Pretty sure she listens to the show. Ah, she's trying to achieve balance. She loves to have a fucking good time. She overcorrected this week on the balance front because oh. she had uh, ten tackles. Yep, huge effort. <laughs> Only four touches. <laughs> that's fuck. Yeah, a big. I care more about tackles this yeah. week than getting my hands that's, on the uh, ball. That's I can inf- respect that. Enforcer role. Yeah, uh, has chosen violence over possessions. Yeah, but what I love, like Brisbane, that midfield unit, just so keen on tackles. 11 each for Bates and Anderson in their 50th game. They were both great. They were hungry. Courtney Hodder looked exciting, but just had one of those games where he couldn't convert the goals. Yeah, there was a couple of moments I saw in this game where, like, she would pick up, like, there'd be, like, a chaos ball in the forward line, and she'd go to pick it up and, like, overrun it a little bit or not quite got her hands on it. You're like, oh, so close. just that, probably that icing on the cake of her game is going to be being clean, a bit, little bit more clean around the ball. But you take that when magic happens. Magic is possible at any moment. Oh, yeah. And Zimmy has the same sort of vibe. She had a bit of a lower game, probably, but there's a few moments where she's near it, and you just, like, you know, and you just sit up and you see a little, like, oh, here we go, here we go. I know know that feeling. Ready, ready to high-five a wall, and it didn't quite happen. (laughs) Just looking at your bike, being like, Oh, oh yeah, um, oh yeah. I mean, I'm I'm I I'm thrilled with the back line because when Lutkins went down in round one, I thought we're fucked. I don't yeah. even know if we can win it anymore. Um, and they just kept believing. And Nat Grider, who's still so young, I think this is her third season, third yeah. or fourth. She's a fucking jet. Like she's just they're so dependable down there. Campbell, they're Conan, they're all a rock. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. 
With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Very happy. They're looking good. They've got a game in Ballarat this week, which I think is the first women's game in Ballarat. Ooh. At Mars? At Mars, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Magic time. Good vibes down there. Oh, yeah. Cold. Cold. But- windy. Very cold, actually. <laughs> I wonder what the temperature- like, Yeah. The- <laughs> oh, whatever it is here, take another 15 <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, this weekend- Well, that's a good venue. There'll be a lively crowd down there. I think they'll, they'll get around it. And the dog's like- oh. Ooh. I think- Are we the final game of the round? Uh, one off. Look, t- give me one we second. We play to check. after Collingwood, I think, which is the key for the dogs. The dogs will go into that game, and if Collingwood have lost, the dogs will be hungry because they'll go. If we win, we're in. I think the last game of the round is Frio take on the Suns, but that won't have a bearing as long as Brisbane is after the Collingwood game. This game could potentially be very juicy, depending on how the Collingwood one goes. Um. It's hard to say when your game is, only because I think oh, it is the, in- The fixture's all fucked, isn't it? Yep. It's not even in this round. It'll be back at like round two or something Yeah, so like round that. two, three ten, Mars Stadium. Yeah. So that would be the second last game of the round, because yeah. it's 5-10. So we'll, we'll yep. have the Collingwood result, and then we'll uh, the dogs will know whether they can do it. So it's either going to be a bit of a dead rubber, because Brisbane losing can't drop out a third spot. A win from Brisbane- and a loss from either Adelaide or Melbourne opens the door for Brisbane to jump into second, <sighs> which is huge because in AFLW, the top two have the first week off in the finals. Um, and juicy. something else that could be juicy. But they go straight through to the prelim. How does it work? I can't recall. Um, well, I'll I mean, if Carlton that. pull off a miracle, they could be in that sixth spot. You could be going for second. Western Bulldogs going for- You have to look at how this finals fixture works, but I believe Brisbane finishing third would mean they would play sixth. Is that, is that correct? Is that how it would work? Third plays sixth, fourth plays fifth, and then we move on to the next round. And then first and second automatically go straight through. The, yeah, that would yeah, make I think sense. Yeah, that's how it works, yeah. Then another game that uh, <laughs> Collingwood would have probably liked to win this one. Uh, Adelaide won by two points, uh, four goals six to four goals four. It got scary. Yeah. Because they kicked a late one, Collingwood. I think Chloe Malloy kicked it. Yeah. And Adelaide would have started to shit their pants. Yes. Um, but they did what they had to do. And I think they're still top of the ladder. Although their percentage would have taken a whack. So it's getting a bit dicey. Oh, I'll tell you what. Because oh, first is very crucial. And look, I think Melbourne their and Adelaide. percentage did take a big yeah. hit. So Adelaide's percentage is 203. Yeah. Melbourne's tight. is 199. And look, um, Melbourne and Adelaide are both expected to win their final games, right? Yeah. But who finishes one and two is huge because if they go on to win their first final, they'll 
that that could be where the grand final is. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. So if if that does happen this week, they both win. I think we're we want we want Melbourne to have a huge win and go to the MCG for the yeah, grand MCG final. Grand final. <laughs> get Hagrid's footy boys there. Oh, actually no, I'll, sorry, I'll, Joel. I'll Skype in. That's yeah. all right. We'll get to that. And then finally, the last game of the round, Carlton continue their late season dominance. Just got it done against the Gold Coast Suns. Shut the door on the Gold yeah. Coast Suns, sneaking into sixth. And Georgia G kicked a very fucked goal. Yep. Um, one of those goals where it was like eight efforts. Like <laughs> it Jesus. was it was one of those like just absolute mayhem, Sean, if you didn't see it. Um worth pulling up on your phone there if you can get it. Cause yeah, like I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Uh people are saying goal of the year contender. Oh, okay. I'll give you a moment of peace to watch it. Thank you. I'm looking forward to seeing this. Bald umpire throws it up. Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Jeez. They're giving you a bit of a long run up. Well, yeah, it's all important. That is uncommon to see a, a one minute video for it. It's all it's all part of it though. Oh. oh. <laughs> Don't okay. Oh, this is gonna be goal of the year. <laughs> nah. Yeah, she can have it. That, yeah, that's, that's fucking it's crazy. That, I mean, that's just never give up. That's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she, she, oh, I, yeah, <laughs> I'm speechless. It's a good goal. I'd have to watch it against the other ones, but fucking hell, that'll be goal of the week. Oh yeah, easy. It's yeah. The only thing that you we'll- do need the context, isn't it? Because you could you could show that as the goal of the year nominee. Yeah, and show like a five second clip. Yeah, and it wouldn't win. No, you got to show the build up. Yeah, I think the thing with that that will probably cost is the fact that the actual goal itself isn't. If she had have taken like two more steps towards the boundary, the angle, the tighter angle, the go- like the goal itself is pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, the whole thing is yeah. just like Jesus it all fucking Christ. Special, yeah, fucking hell. Um, but yeah, Carlton can they are still mathematically possible, which is fucked up to consider how the run here. How was. are you feeling? Because you're heading into potentially the final game of your Carlton support. Well. Uh, one thing that is really, really, like, look, I think that I'll have similar feelings towards Carlton that I do towards the Hosking Twins and uh, Taylor Harris. The love will still be there. Yes. But one thing, the very, very, and this is a rumor, unsubstantiated potentially, but it's a juicy rumor that Matty Presparkas is going to be heading to Essendon. So that will help. Uh, and signing. those that have been following the VFLW, like I have, Essendon are still undefeated and the percentage is still fucked up and they're still top of the ladder. Yeah. Were you disappointed to hear that um, Daisy Pierce knocked back the Essendon coaching job? I wouldn't have been disappointed until I heard that it was to maybe coach uh, at Geelong. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, Which, uh, don't do that, Hopefully Daisy. common sense prevails. Daisy, keep playing. Yeah. Keep playing forever. Daisy, what the fuck? Come to Brisbane. five goals. Yeah. Go to Essendon as a player. Daisy Pierce is so good that it would be good for the game if at the end of her career she just hopped around to every team. <laughs> just please now, one season. Whether that takes over a decade or one-week contract. What about one-week contracts? Yeah. Every game she plays for a different team. Yeah, bring them back. <sighs> the Daisy boost. Yeah, she would need two seasons to achieve that probably. But still, how good would that be? Daisy bump. Daisy yeah. I reckon consider that, Daisy. That's a pretty good move. Daisy, and we know you're probably listening. Yeah, uh, we know definitely. that most people in the media probably do listen to How Good's yeah, Footy. They're afraid to say they They're do. just scared to put they their hand up. Their careers. They don't want to be associated, but, but they're listening. Know. Someone, if, and if Daisy's not listening, someone, someone get that someone, info yeah, to yeah. place. Um, Come to Brisbane. One week. 
one thing that is exciting. Grand final week. <laughs> Fuck. Imagine at the start of the season, everyone just has to pull like straws and you get told which round you get daisy. Do you remember playing team sports as a kid? And yeah. It was like you had to play X amount of games or you couldn't play finals. Yeah. There were some rorts that happened back in the day. <laughs> Uh, uh, one thing that I am pretty excited about Essendon next year is that they're not doing what North Melbourne did, but it looked well so far, well, as far as I'm aware. The window hasn't opened yet. No, but Sorry, they'll be stealing left, right, and center. <laughs> but it seems like that we're pretty confident with our VFLW team that like we probably won't need to do that yeah. too much. The, just my memory of the North one to me, they were dogs because I felt it as Brisbane. Yeah. I can't remember how many they took, but it felt like they took like four of our players in one hit or something like crazy. Yeah, like they that. they took like a bunch of. Whereas like, it was like just sample a little bit from everybody. Yeah, don't decimate one team. Yeah, although it worked out for the best. Yes, <laughs> cop that North. Um, well, just yeah, fucking, you got your revenge. Brisbane playing North on the weekend. Just realize how much you hate North. <laughs> it's different for the men's team. I think I love David Noble and their yeah. battlers. But the women's team, they're just like well, they. Yeah, because they kind of like they yeah. tackle like dogs. Emma Carney, our relation, she just does. <laughs> she just does stuff that antagonizes you. Yeah, as a, as a viewer, you just watch her and go, "Oh, you leave them alone." Yeah, happy to get the win. It was yeah, fuck. Um, but yeah, I am very, very, very excited to uh, have an Essendon women's team. Yeah. Like, very excited. Yeah. And imagine your first game, mate. <sighs> imagine my first game at Windy Hill. Oh. Fucking hell. I'm actually keen to get down to Windy Hill. Oh. Is it as windy as they say? It's pretty windy. Fucking (laughs) hell. Right near a train station, too. When I step out of the off the train and feel the wind, I'll just be like, Although I will say, I don't know. be there surely on day one. Oh, absolutely. He was um it's so funny, like, because he's been around so much, but like there was an interview with him in the media this like yesterday, I think, at time of recording, so Sunday. Sure. No, Monday. Would it be Monday? Him being like, yeah, Essendon in the men's team, they'll they'll make the eight. It's like, why are you asking Sheeds if Essendon are going to make yeah. He's going to say, he loves it. And yeah. he's just, he was wearing two scarves, both Essendon. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Giants and no. Essendon. That's great. Was um, one like really old and one new? What was the point of the two scarves? I think he, I don't know. Someone was, probably just threw another one on him and he went, yeah, <laughs> give me all of them. Yeah, yeah. I've got the shoulders for it. Um, and then you get Mick Malthouse saying Essendon men's team is going to win the flag. Yeah, it's crazy. Especially from Mick. <laughs> yeah, Mick, what the fuck are you that saying? That must be a prank from him because he hates you. Yeah. He's probably done it to psych us out. <laughs> he's probably. He's talking shit. <laughs> uh, good on him. They probably had to edit the quote because, like, yeah, yeah, they'll win the flag, the fucking cunts. <laughs> <laughs> the cunt flag. <laughs> <laughs> I've just cut that and Mick's like, fuck, they got me. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah, Windy, Windy Hill, I will say, is not as windy as Wilson Storage, Trevor Barker, oh, Beach Oval. I think it will be. Oh, Casey Fields. <laughs> oh, pretty windy. Maybe Windy Hill will have to get renamed because yeah. it'll probably be like in the top three least windy grounds that <laughs> AFLW's played at. Wind scientists out there. <laughs> go, this is bullshit. Still Hill. <laughs> um, but yeah, one thing that is very, very, very good about Windy Hill, train station a block and a half away. Yeah. Essendon Station is right there. That's fantastic. Uh, easy to get to. That's very exciting. Jump on the Craigie Burn line, you'll be right. Joel, Tom's not here because he's dead. Yeah. Um, I don't think we have any emails. We quite weak on the emails, but we've got some pretty fucking enormous announcements. So yes. hopefully everyone's stuck around. Yep. So first of all, uh, I will not be in the next 
four or five episodes. Oh, not dead, still alive, still alive, big time. Uh, just more abroad. alive than ever. More alive than ever. Mm. Uh, I'm heading to England as part <laughs> of uh, a podcast, Plumbing the Death Star, which I also host. New episodes every Monday. <laughs> Three live shows in London at time of recording. None of them are sold out, though they are getting close. Yep. Connect to the Sandspans Radio website if you live in London and uh, want to come see me in person. Huge. Because of that, you've lined up some special guests. Yes, we have. Including engaged. Gemma, who is a huge get now. Massive. Wasn't, weren't sure if we were going to get her. <laughs> she, she, we joke about people coming on the show to ruin their careers. First person we've had in quite... Broden, also probably up there with uh, someone that could have absolutely fucked their career. But Gemma, brave. Yeah, very, very brave. Probably the bravest person we know. Yeah, probably. Especially because Tom will be back for those episodes too. He's just out for this week, which is funny because yeah. it's my final episode for a month. Yep. Could make it. Busy. Mm-hmm. It'd be good to have Gemma in to um, call out stats live. Yeah. Bullshit stats that Tom says. She'll just be, Tom be like, immediately oh. be able to go, shut up, Tom. Oh, Geelong Except only. Gemma's too nice. So Gemma will give me a look and I'll know and I'll be like, shut up, Tom, you <laughs> fuckhead. <laughs> it's going to be huge. Um, and another thing. Yeah. Fantasy football. Oh, so this year, yeah. Sean, yeah. I'm in. Oh, some people were wondering. There was chatter in the Discord. Is Joel Dusha going to come in? What's happening? And he's in. So he's fucking in. Last year, I had a second job. This year, I've quit my job, so I do have time for fantasy. F- yeah, for a fantasy team. Dusha, you've done it in the past. Yeah. No. Oh, okay, but you you've been around it. It is a part I've, of your life. I've been around it. It's yeah. been part of my life, and I knew. Yeah. I knew that there was no way I could do it and maintain a regular the regular life I was doing. It does suck you in. It's already consumed me. I at time of recording built my team yesterday, and we got to like I'll uh, there's going to be I feel like uh, a presence in this show and in he's been a presence in my life for nearly 31 years, which is my dad, yep. who is. He's deep in super coach. He's deep in fantasy football. He's in the forums. He's yeah. pulling up stats constantly. He's got strategies for everything. We've got to call it what it is. He's one of the best in Australia. <laughs> he is hey, one of the one of the best in the world. One of the best in the world. Tom's the second worst tipper in the world. Joel Douche's father, one of the best fantasy coaches in the world. That's it. That's it. He I can't remember the f- highest he's finished, but he's definitely finished like pretty fucking high. Pretty fucking high. He's and in, he's in some exclusive groups. He's in some very due to his yeah. insight and the fact that he is a sixty-year-old man that is using AFL forums. Yeah. He's been, uh, I would say, he's talent scouted yeah. and ended up in some leagues where uh, we won't tell you who he's in with, but we'll just say that let your they- mind wander to the juiciest <laughs> possible people. And he's Be- probably in there. People in the media uh, yeah. who have to use different names in fantasy football so that they don't reveal they're playing fantasy football. Yeah. Uh, but Sean, yes, we have filled up our league immediately. Ah, uh, it look places went very quickly. You offered it to the people that finished top twelve last season. Did I said if you're in the top twelve last year, you were in. Uh, didn't hear back from everybody. Yeah, but um, so this is a call out. If you aren't checking Discord or Twitter, or well, we d- haven't actually tweeted. It. It I don't even know Discord. if we did. I think it all just happened very quickly. Yeah, so there, it are, filled there up. are a couple of people who were very good last year who we didn't hear back. So. From. Last minute, what we might do is if yep. you are interested in fantasy football, especially if it's your first time, yep. you do have time to jump in it. It is only for the AFLM, uh, although uh, AFLW. That would be good. I Hopefully, come on, Put AFL. some fucking funding into it. There's an appetite for it. Yeah, I, that'd be fucking we'd be oh. We'd be deep in it right now. I would have, I would have already, yeah. my life gone. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> if you are interested, let us know, because we were talking prior to this episode about starting a second league. Yep. 
that me, Tom, and Sean would also jump into that would be uh, the Hagrid's Footy Reserve. So yep. for people, maybe their first time trying, this is also my first season. Yep. And we can move things around a little bit so that then instead of having four, uh, 20 teams, we could bump that up. Um, also, Sean, you managed to land a... Uh, oh, we got a big fish. Big fish in the fantasy yeah, football. Yeah, went to, went to hard at work, basically. Yep. I think I said to you and Tom, I haven't seen my wife and kids for <laughs> many days. I've just been pouring over... <laughs> Invites, trying to get people in. No, I got uh, Big Fish. Big Fish. A premiership winning <laughs> champion, <laughs> the AFLW, Jess Bushner. She is in the Haggard's footy. She is Fantasy in. T- That's fucking yep. big. Um, Amelia is in our league. She's playing her in round one. Very, very dangerous. Uh, we've got Ryan, made famous from the Shin Boners group chat. Um, his His team name's Big Fat Knobs. Yep. Good on him. Tom's in. Tom's in. Rumors that someone's father may be Rumors in. are flying that my father will be joining us. I've um so yeah, he coached me through he didn't refuse to help me pick a team, which is good. Because I don't I it's my team, not his. But he was talking me through his strategies. He he looked at my first draft of the team, was having none of it. Mocked me relentlessly for some <laughs> of my choices. I got bullied by my dad, yeah. who was like five six. Yeah. I tower over him, but yesterday during a ex- extensive six-hour fantasy football coaching session, I didn't feel like I towered over him. I felt about three foot tall. I reckon he wound the clock back to when I was about ten. Fucking hell! Get him in the league. Yeah. Imagine, imagine if you beat him, <laughs> <laughs> Dad. I'm the dad now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, please let us know because yeah, if there's enough, and you need to let us know quickly because the season yeah, starts. Act. In- as soon as you hear this, pause the episode. Fucking just go. go tweet us. Tweet, tweet us. At us email or-, or Discord. I guess. Yeah. Yep. Even fucking message us on Instagram yep. if you follow us on Instagram. Yep. Any of us getting. Me or Sean, don't don't waste your time. Don't waste your time with Tom. He's a fuckwit. Yeah, he'll not understand. And yeah, if we can get we, I think we need another ten people. There might be some changes, like if there is some people that are like nervous because it is their first ever time and they want to drop down into the reserves. Because like I said, we will put ourselves in both. Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, so you will still be playing You'll against a chance Hagrid's to lose footy. to us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's tell you what, there is a lot, a lot happening. Um, and annoyingly. The men's AFLW Haggard's Footy Cup will probably be settled before I touch back down in Melbourne. Because round one, Essendon take on Geelong. Round two, Essendon take on Brisbane. And round three, Brisbane take on Geelong. Fucking hell, mate. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> it's the footy gods have looked at me and said, Do we play each other? You. Do any of us play each other twice? Maybe later in the year? Who knows? Uh, there is. Finals is also on the table. There is a game in July. Have we said... Actually, there is. There is. Essendon played Brisbane Gabba. twice. Oh. There's whispers. There is whispers. <laughs> they're, they're getting pretty loud. Yeah. <laughs> whispers of a flight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, how gets footy? I'll see you in a month. And anyone that is in London, come down. Come to the show. Come see me. Yell, how gets footy? Fucking fight me. <laughs> Do whatever you want. We're doing two shows that are in very small venues. Smaller than we've ever done in London, in in, you know, in England before. Wow. Full stop. So come down. Two, did you say? So we're doing three shows. One oh, is one's a, a biggie. One's a big venue, uh, four hundred seater. Oh, so, uh, yeah. Yell Haggard's footy from the back of that. Yeah. I won't see you or he- well, I'll hear you, but I won't see where it came from. Intimate venues there. I'll be able to see the words leave your mouth. Fucking beautiful. Yeah, it's gonna be. Bring a footy. He'll sign it. Oh, I will. I'll yeah. sign any footy. Yeah. <laughs> Bring a fucking footy jersey. I'll sign that too. <laughs> Great. Uh, uh, Sean, listeners, 
if you want to send us an email, hit us up at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can tweet us at howgoodsfooty. If you want to be in the fantasy team, let us know ASAP because we need to sort it out and we'd love to have you. We want to fucking take over this website. We want everyone's life consumed <laughs> by how many points every player is getting. Yep. Is this player actually worth 400K yep. or is that a juicy price and they're going to skyrocket Matty Rowell? Who knows? <laughs> oh, Matty Rowell. He shaved, he's aerodynamic and he's massive. He's aerodynamic. He looks like he... It's like Matty Rao of the past went to a like became Robin to Tom Bell Chambers' Batman. That's yes. what it looks like has happened yep. to him. I think the sunscreen has like turned into protein and he's put on muscle. <laughs> it's huge. It's, it's beautiful up there. Um, and if you want to find us individually, I'm at Deuce13. I'm at Carney from 55. Hit us up. See you in the Fantasy League. And until next time, how good's footy? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.